of God. Hallelujah. Y'all know y'all win this battle, right? You got that right. All things are possible to him that believes. All things. I was with you today on that. With God, there's not an impossibility. Does not exist. Man, glory to God. Woo, he gonna be mad tonight. You know, your adversary, not your buddy. <laughs> he gonna be mad tonight. I'm gonna give y'all some more keys. Keys give you access. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give you entrance. Teacher, that's an awesome exhortation. The atmosphere now, see? The atmosphere now is conducive. Y'all may be seated and have any places. We're in the strategy room now. This is intercessory prayer. This is the most serious service that you could possibly attend. Because this is where you go and you expose him. In the safety, the Bible says that's safe in the counsel of many. I see more than one person in here. You should, you should feel safe in exposing that enemy. Don't, don't protect him. He ain't protecting you. He's not working with you. Mm. Oh, my God. And I hate him. No, you say you should love what God loves and hate what he hates. That's what it says. See, so you... Until you... Don't hate what he hates. You're going to struggle. Oh, he said he come to set the captives free. And I'm talking to everybody in here. No one is exempt. Okay, you're on the battlefield now. This ain't where you come to play. This is where, this is where I thrive at. Love. Warfare. He said, wage a good warfare. <laughs> Y'all ain't waging no warfare. Y'all scared. Y'all scared. See a table, see a table move or a chair move. Y'all get scared. Y'all get scared. Y'all scared. Y'all scared. He ain't giving us a spirit of fear, right? All right. It's going to be a tough one tonight. Buckle up. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one tonight. Buckle up. Put your helmet on, your arm pads, your elbow pads. Be ready. <laughs> Y'all can't be afraid of this enemy. You, you can't be playing with him. 
See, the world will have us to think, you know, oh, you know, it's all good. You know, you can just be, you know, just, just this type of Christian. What type of Christian are you? Because there's many types. You got some unbelievers. You got some selfish Christians. You got some unforgiving Christians. You got some pretentious Christians. Fake Christians. See, the enemy know the real deal. Paul, I know, and Jesus, but who are you? So you're going to have to decide what type of believer you're going to be tonight. Faithful believer, because we got some believers that are not faithful. Y'all should be glad y'all got a pastor that really care for y'all. It's not afraid to tell you the truth. Okay. All right. This is a good thing. All right. All right. Hey, Frida. I got daughter with you. Hey, how you doing? All right. Mm. I sure did. I sure did. Hey, Keisha. Hey, Keisha. How you doing? All right. <laughs> Good to see you, Keisha. My goodness. Man, all right. Got the family in. All right. All right. All right. This is how we do it at Walker Ministry. All right. This is the war room. Um, can I get down? Okay. <laughs> can I serve him notice? I like interacting. I like to talk. I like to talk to the people, and the people like to talk to me. Amen. All right. So, a little while ago, I taught you on an intercessory prayer night, like tonight. I taught you about something. So, I taught you about the process. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? September the 4th, 2018. The ninth month. That's right. That's where we had the 90 days. Some of y'all won't hear then. Some of y'all won't hear then. So we got to go back a little bit. Just to kind of, before we go to part two. Okay? Y'all work with me. You know, if you really receive it, this would help you in so many areas of your life. You won't even have to meet with me. But I love meeting with you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But our meeting will be different. Why we be meeting would be different. If you get this. Yeah? I'm going to start off by saying this. I love you. See, you need to hear that. I, and I want to hear that while I'm alive. Right. Don't come to my grave talking about I love you. You should say that while I was alive. I ain't going to hear you then. <laughs> Amen. Don't you want somebody to tell you you love them now? Yeah. You want to wait. You know, they, you gone and they, you know, you don't have an argument with them. And you just sitting at the grave talking about I love you. Mama, I love you. You should have said that while they was alive. So don't waste no time telling the people that you love, you love them. I like to surprise my wife, you know, we sitting down doing whatever. I just we show and say, hey, you know, I love you. Who don't want to hear that? 
Who don't want to hear they love? Their love. Who don't want to hear that? That's wrong with that's what's wrong with most of us. Yeah? Who what woman don't want to hear her husband tell her, I love you? Raise your hand, women. If you don't want to hear your husband tell you you ever love him. You ready? Put them up. I'm waiting. I'm gonna be waiting a long time. That's right. And then don't just tell her. Show her. Because love is an action. Y'all right. <laughs> know I'm real with this thing. And, and I need to share some stuff with you. Because a lot of us are going through the process and we don't know that we're going through the process. Some of us are stuck in the process. And you're not designed to be stuck in the process. Okay. Process means a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. That's what the process is. Okay. We all are in process. It's what kind. Mm. Everything is a process. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to give y'all some information that the enemy is not going to like, and he's going to come immediately for it. Mm -hmm. He only comes immediately if the word was sown. Yeah, if the word won't sown in your heart, he ain't coming. He only going to come when the word is sown in your heart. That's when he comes. Hello? Okay, y'all some powerful people in here. All right. Mm. <sighs> I told y'all the last time, when you're in the process of your deliverance from pride, gossip, The process somehow stops. Okay. Y'all know how you work out. Okay. When you're in the process of your deliverance from pride and gossip, and you can fill in the blank. You know you. Normally, the process stops. You know, like when you start to work out and you never finish that process, you just stop, and really things were happening already internally. But because you don't like the process, you don't see the changes, you stop. Okay. All right. This is how you stop the process, too. You lie when it's time for you to confess. That stops the process of your deliverance from pride and anything else you want to put it in there. When somebody asks you about it, you lie. That stops the process. That stops the series of actions needed in your deliverance. See, this is what the enemy don't want, y'all. This is intercessory prayer. This is how you get an advantage over the enemy. Okay? We got people just come to church and they pray, but they have no strategy. 
They don't know the rules of engagement. This is what I teach you. All right? All righty. You stopped the process. Now we can get down to some stuff. Did a little review. Can I show y'all biblically? I got a scripture I want to show y'all that's really nice. Go to Proverbs. One more time. Go to Proverbs 12. One. Let's go there. Because the saints forget sometimes. Amen. All right. Come on. Come on. We're going to get it, right? Ah. Just do the NLT. There you go. Big letters. Everybody look up. This is Proverbs chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. And it so reads, To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Come on, let that marinate in your spirit right there. Come on. To learn. I mean, you want to get a promotion at your job, and they say you got to learn this certain, you know, program or whatever. You say, no, I don't want to learn it. But give me the promotion anyway. See, you don't want to do the process. Okay. To learn, comma, means pause. You must love. In order to, in order to learn, you must love discipline. That's the word. It's not about beating somebody upside the head to learn. Is that you must center yourself, position yourself to learn. It takes discipline to do that because we're easily distracted. It takes discipline to sit under this teaching. Okay. You're going to need to be disciplined. Take your watch off. Be tracking time like that. You're going to see now you're not disciplined. That's right. Process stop. That's really good, Tony. Amen. The process stop. Pastor is trying to kick that process back up again. All right. Come on. To learn, you must love discipline. Semicolon. It is stupid to hate correction. You're raising your child and you're trying to correct them. It's stupid for them to be what? To be upset at you for correcting them. You don't understand. I love you. That's why I'm correcting you. Amen? I just need some, okay, pastors to teach for real. All right. They say, Pastor, you rough. You rough. Go to Proverbs 17, 17 before we get into it. Exactly. This is the word. This is the word. This is what we're supposed to govern our life by. Not your feelings. Not your emotions. The word of God. Okay, come on. I'm going to get y'all. 17. Let's go to Proverbs 17, 17. This will be really nice. Proverbs chapter 17, uh, verse 17. No, no. Go, go to, I want the Amplified. Give me the Amplified. Well, looky here. Look who came in. <laughs> Glad you could join us. All right. Amen. 
Amen. It's one of my ministers. It's Proverbs <laughs> chapter 17, verse 17. <laughs> Listen to this, y'all. A friend loves at all times and is born as is a brother for adversity. For that very purpose. That friend is born for adversity. Uh, Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't got to govern your life by this word right here. See my wife? Y'all she my friend. <laughs> okay, y'all don't. Oh, man, y'all don't. Y'all born, listen, is a brother, listen, for adversity. As is a brother for adversity. I'm going to let y'all study that on your own. We'll come back together. Okay. All right. All right. That's the breaker. We ready to move on now, right? I want to give y'all a little something. I'm not calling you. Okay. I'm going to talk about the process. Okay? Woo! Let's look at the process. Let's see. If this, is it really necessary? Mm. No, because some people don't think it's necessary. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Can't be. Can't be. Some people just can't believe the process is necessary. No. Nah. Mm-mm. But you want to, you got to understand something. You're in a good place. Amen. If you're in process. Okay. All right. This is what the enemy, oh, I got some stuff here. Let's move this thing along. Go to Genesis 127. Always go back to the beginning. Let's look at this. We're going to read something. 127. This is Genesis. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 at verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All right. I'm going to make my point. Go to 28. Same 128. Verse 28. Mm -hmm. And God blessed them. And said to them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, using all its vast resources in the service of God and man. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. Ah, now. Y'all hold those two, okay? 27 and 28. Now go to Genesis 2, 5. Y'all saw everything he did right there, right? Okay, what he created and everything, right? Okay, keep on going. Genesis 2, 5. Genesis chapter 2 at verse 5. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. Yet, man was not on the earth. He could not till the earth as of yet, right? 
And because there was no man to till the land, the Bible says in heaven, God withheld the rain. And that what it say? Right? Follow me. Read that one more time. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth. Okay. Okay. God does not waste his rain or his water on places where there is no man in alignment with his purpose. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it again. You got to read it, though, because you, you're not going to get it. See, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. It's not going to register. Everybody didn't get it. Read it again. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth and no herb of the field had yet sprung up for the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth mm. and there was no man to till the ground. And I said, God does not waste his rain or water. On places where there is no man aligned with his purpose. Okay. And no man is in position with the will of God to till the land. Listen. I'm going slow. God would not send the rain. And it will not rain until man is in place. Okay. All right. Okay. Y'all listen. Just, I'm telling you, this is going to help. See, that's why I said I love you first. Okay? Let, let Holy Spirit minister to you now. He's saying something. Okay? Okay, follow me. If he created man in the 27th, right? On the 27th verse, right? Blessed him, listen, in the 28th verse. Now come, now, now come, there was no man. How come there was no man on the earth to till the land? How come there was no man on the earth to till the land? He blessed them in 20, listen, you know, created him in 27. Blessed them in 28. Planted all this stuff, but yet no rain yet. Let's find out why. Go to Isaiah. Go to Isaiah 43. I really only need one, but I like one through four. <laughs> it's so good. Isaiah chapter 43 at verse one. But now, in spite of past judgments for Israel's sins, thus says the Lord. He who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, ransomed you by paying a price instead of leaving you captives. I have called you by 
your name. You are mine. Stop. 27, Genesis, he created. 28, he blessed them. Woo. <sighs> Hold on. He said, I created you and I formed you. In Genesis. Then we go to 20, uh, Isaiah 43, and he says the same thing, don't he? Read it again. But now, in spite of past judgments for Israel's sins, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, ransomed you, by paying a price instead of leaving you captives, I have called you by your name. You are mine. I created you, I blessed you, and I formed you. Hold on. Everybody say process. process. That won't everybody. Mm, 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 mm. See, our God that we serve is a God of process. Go to Genesis 2, 7. Maybe you'll get it now. Go to Genesis 2, 7. Genesis chapter 2 at verse 7. Then the Lord God formed, formed man, man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life. Okay. And man became a living being. Listen to this. 27, we get to it again. He created him. 28, he blessed him. 27, he formed him. He's showing you the created process. Everything takes a process. Y'all ain't getting it. Okay. Process again. Means a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. I got to give another example. If a woman conceives a seed from a man, even to do that, there's a process. You agree? And after that, there is a nine-month process. What's that, 40 weeks? Right? Y'all don't want to hear this. After that nine months, there's a process, correct? For her, that the baby, that that baby has to come forth. It has to. There's a process. I'm trying to show you something here. Just follow me. Just follow me. Okay? I'm going to show you something. It's always a process. 
Oh, y'all just don't want to do it. Y'all don't want to do it. Okay. Woo! That baby is not going to come out talking and walking. Right? That baby not going to do that. There's got to be a, develop, a developmental process that needs to take place, right? There has to be a developmental process that takes place. All right? You born again. There is a developmental process that has to take place if you are born again. If the word, if you truly confess that he is Lord, the process begins. Okay. Okay. Teacher, teacher. Okay. All right. Here we go. Herein lies the issue with most of us. Your home, your environment hindered your social and spiritual process. Y'all want me to say that again? Okay. I said that that baby's not going to come out talking and walking. There's a developmental process that has to take place. And I said, you're born again. Infant. There's a developmental spiritual process that has to happen. See, the problem is you have to be, you have to be under the right teachers. Amen. Leadership. Okay. All right. I'm going to help you identify some things. You're supposed to be a lover of truth. Okay, Amen. I'm giving you it now. So listen to this. This is what happens. I said, your home environment hindered your social and spiritual process. How are your kids going to develop when you just have in and out? <laughs> spiritual apathy. I mean, y'all follow me? See, that's why the home is so important. Everything starts in the home. The church starts in the home. Where were they had the home churches? In the homes in the early first century. Everything started in the home. Everything that happened to you is in the home. So if we're going to fix some things, we got to go back to the home. Okay. All right. Hmm. No spiritual development. It's not God's design or process that a child is born today and starts talking and walking in the same day. Hmm? And start telling the parents, I think it should be done this way. I didn't hear nobody say, say that again, Pastor. Nobody didn't say, say that again, Pastor. Nobody didn't say that one. Ain't nobody said that one. 
I, I promise you, I'm going to bring it all to a crescendo at the end, okay? All right. We got to walk through here, though, first with me. It's a process. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> a process. A series of actions and steps taken in order to achieve <laughs> a particular end. Okay? That's what we're doing right now. I told you, most of us stop the process. I'm going to work out never. And soon as you lose half a pound, you stop. I ain't, this ain't working. This ain't working because you stopped the process. All the work takes internal. It starts inside before you see an outward, any outward result. All kind of things and chemicals got to change inside that you don't see. Fat metabolism, all kind of stuff, blood levels, all that got to take place. Don't stop the process. Okay. God is good, ain't he? This is what the enemy is counting you to do every time. I'm going to show y'all. Hold on. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Oh, y'all want me to go back to the part y'all said? Soon that child come out and start telling the parents what he should do. I think it should be done this way. Oh, I'm going to be kind tonight. I ain't going to go there. I'll wait for a more opportune time. <laughs> when you stop the process, I'm going to be right there with you. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what they do. And start telling the parent what I think. It should be done this way. You don't understand the process. I'm going to help you with this. Okay? Listen, if one of us is going through something, all of us is going through something. So don't be thinking like, you just zero me out. No, I'm talking to everybody. Because we're one. See, that's the problem. We haven't never identified us as being one. Talk to Mary Cubbins and they start talking about, well, she did this. It's us. See, we can't never get to that level of us. Okay. Mm. This is helpful for everyone. Okay. Even if you ain't married, you're going to be prepared. Oh, shucks. Here we go now. All right. Here we go. Man. Y'all know, know those, those, those type of children that tell you, what to do because some of that was some of us hello. we were that child hello. hello we were that child see i didn't leave you out paul said us he didn't just say y'all i'm do like paul including myself might have been some of us all right y'all know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. okay here we go people want to grow overnight without going through the process I've been in this thing for 20 years. Yep. Still haven't finished the process. Mm -hmm. I know God. Yep. But you still haven't went through the process. You too must go to Samaria. Mm -hmm. All right. Here we go, teacher. Y'all listen close, okay? All right. To be developed as a prophet. Takes at least 30 years. 
See, y'all ain't ready. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help everybody talking about their prophet, their prophet. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to the, I'm gonna go to the book. So listen to this. Listen to this. I'm going to give you an example. So I'm, I'm giving y'all some example. I'm trying to help y'all understand the process. Okay? To be developed as a prophet, it takes at least 30 years. Let's look at the word develop. It means this, to grow or cause to grow. Oh, y'all see my job now. Okay. To develop means to grow or to cause to grow and become more mature, advanced, or elaborate. I'm going to give you some synonyms to go with develop. Grow, of course, mature, Uh expand, enlarge, spread, progress, prosper, succeed, thrive, flourish, blossom, and bloom. All of that is from the process. And all of those things, most of them things, a lot of them things hurt. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> we are trying to spiritually develop you, which is going to cause you. To mature, to expand, to enlarge, to spread, to progress, to prosper, to succeed, to thrive, to flourish, to blossom, to bloom. This is what pastor is doing. My job is to spiritually develop you. To mature you. Well, for me to mature you, I got to tell you that you're immature. You won't mature. See, everybody, this is the thing. Tell me nicely. This is my thing. This is my thing. I, I see, I know that it doesn't make a difference. I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you how I know that it doesn't make a difference. Okay? You're backing off the cliff. You're about to fall off the cliff. 200 feet below. Stop. Please stop. Just please. Stop. You're not even going to hear me. But if I say stop, get your attention. Danger. See, but... Tell me nicely. It doesn't change anything. The danger is still there. And you can't see it. You know why? Because your back is toward it. I'm going to be mean. Y'all know I love you. So I premise it with love. I already said it. I love you. But the fire 
It's there. It's fire. Please stop the fire. You know, the fire's over there. The fire's over there. But if I holler fire, it's going to get your attention. And that process of you backing up is going to stop. That's why he gave me these lungs. So I can use them until you go in the wrong direction. And I need to solidify something again. I love you. I hate the enemy. I hate the influencer. And you need to be able to discern my heart for you. That I love you. Enough to scream, stop. (sighs) Thirty years to develop a profit. This is why. You should know and make your calling early. Hold on. Mm, mm, I got you. Oh, the Holy Spirit was talking to me today. This is why you need to make your call or know your call early. Janae, five years old. She know who she is. Prophet is Peter. She is the big prophet. I'm the little prophet. She's five years old. Now she got, listen. 30 years. By the time she's 35. Oh, the world better watch out. Because she made her, listen, her, she know her call now. And she operating it now. Many of you have been part of that. See there? See, see this, is, this is what it is. See, you got to make your, and if you do your study, you'll find out that they were called kings early on in age. And what goes along with that? Okay. You need to know your calling or early in your life. Or early in your spiritual development. Okay. I was 38 years old when I got saved. 38. Watch this. Okay. She's been developed right now. Janae's been developed in her call right now. This is why she has a lot of tax and, and things on her at school and things happening to her, disobedient and all those things. See, you got to know how to discern what's going on with your child and what's on them before you get angry and mad and upset. Y'all, y'all hear me? I wish somebody took time with that with us. Wouldn't it be awesome, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now look at this. Now look at the time you and I have wasted. Watch this. Trying to understand your past. And some of us still living in our past. You're wasting time. You're wasting time to the will of God. Y'all follow what I'm saying? See, this is hard. This is why you don't know your calling. What am I to do? Because you're wasting your time 
in your past and living in your past. Okay. Okay, watch this. King David. He became king after 30 years. He had 30 years of preparation. He didn't just jump in. He had 30 years of warfare. Oh, y'all tired already. He had 30 years. Okay, all right. Joseph became prime minister after 30 years. 30 years of preparation. Being thrown in the pit. Being shunned by his brothers. Part of his process. Okay. All right. Woo. I mean, think about that. Thrown in the pit. The lowest part. Nobody else around. What sustained him in that pit was his character. His relationship with God. Mm. Am I helping anybody? I, I want to know, am I helping anybody to see? Okay, hold on. Let's continue. Some say the first 30 years of our lives are spent, there was our learning years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus was prepared. He prepared for 30 years. Listen, for a three-year ministry. 30 years for a three-year ministry. Hmm. How come it only took him 30, uh, three years? To, how, how come his ministry was only 30 years? I mean, well, how come his ministry was only three years of actual work? Mm. Mm. The reason why it was only three years is simply because he was obedient. That's why his ministry was three years. He was obedient to the letter. 30 years preparation. 30 years of developing, growing, enlarging. Man. Obedience means, listen to this, to comply or willing to comply. I can stop right there. Obedience means to comply or willing to comply. With orders, uh uh-oh, or requests, submissive to another's will. That's what obedience is. And he was obedient to the letter. Oh, these things are prolonging our call because we simply won't obey. We simply won't go through the process. 
Watch this. Can I help you? This is why he only needed three years to complete his ministry. It's believed that the second 30 years are your years of achieving. Yep, I'm in mind. Okay. And the third 30 years is where you leave your legacy. And your fourth and final 30 years is called your departing years. If you believe in 120 years. If you believe 120 years. I do. Yeah, but for me to do that, I'm doing a process now, taking care of my body. So I can get my new body. Y'all ain't ready to go through the process. Okay. Y'all do? The process is how you build. Uh oh, y'all gonna love this one. Hey, Terrence, the process is how you build your foundation. <laughs> this is why most of us find it hard to take correction. Constructive criticism. Oh, and the big one, truth. <laughs> See, this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to show you how he gets in. Because if you don't know how he gets in, Tony, you can't keep him out. So this is what I'm doing right here. Y'all follow me? Okay. I whispered, but he can hear me. The enemy still can hear me. Okay. <laughs> the process is how you build a strong foundation. Okay? This is how the enemy gets us. He gets you. Because your foundation is weak. It's broke. It's damaged. It's cracked. You must go through the process. This is how you repair it. Forgive. Love. Y'all can fill in the blank. You must go through the process to will the word like a sword. You must go through the process in order to will the word like a sword. Okay. That sword must go through the fire. I've been trying to teach y'all this. 
That's the process. If the word is not tested or tempered, Listen to this. The word that you said you got in your heart, oh, excuse me, hidden in your heart, has to be tested and tried. That's the word of God. It's the sword. Right? Y'all agree? Yeah. That process has to be tested and tempered. It will not and cannot withstand the onslaught of the fierce and destructive attacks from your enemy. If that, if that sword or that word that's in you is not tested, tempered, put through the fire, beat, conformed. This is why we lose our battles. And the simplest one is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. 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 Here we go. I'm almost finished. Listen to this. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. If that word is in you, that you're raising your hands to, that you clapping and you praying and all that. If that word isn't tested, tempered, okay, you won't be able to survive the onslaught and withstand the fierce and destructive attacks from your enemy. Foundation is everything. Foundation is everything. The height of a building is determined by the depths or how deep the foundation is laid. Depth determine height, how high you build, how deep that foundation is. Go to Psalm, go, go to Psalms 11. Eleven three. Psalms. Watch this. Told you, foundation, everything. Psalms chapter 11 at verse 3. If the foundations are destroyed, mm. what can the unyieldingly righteous do? Or what has he, the righteous one, wrought or accomplished? Go ahead, continue. Verse 4. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids test and prove the children of men. Mm. Test. Go ahead. Five. The Lord tests and mm. proves the unyieldingly righteous. But his soul abhors the wicked. Mm. And him who loves violence. My God. So you're going to be tested if you got the word. Save the Lord. <coughs> My goodness. Hold on. Go back to one again. Uh, go back to three. Just want to make sure you see that. I told you about the foundation is everything. Verse three. If. Go ahead. If the foundations 
are destroyed. Okay. Hold on. So the enemy is looking for that in you. To test see how your foundation is. This is how a lot of us, our marriages and our relationships are destroyed because of what we build our foundation on. Hello? Okay. All right. Okay. If the foundation is good, strong, solid, it can withstand, handle anything. Uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on. Y'all missing that? Y'all missing that? If the foundation is good, strong, solid, it can handle and withstand anything. I feel like I hear some rocks crumbling and some cracks going on right now in the foundation. Come on, y'all. I just gave you another key. If the foundation is good, strong, solid, it can handle and withstand anything. I will put no more on you than you can bear. I will put no more on you than you can bear, than your foundation can bear. You just don't believe. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Did somebody get that? Okay. Oh, I'm getting you to examine your foundation. The inspector's coming out. Here we go. Process is necessary to develop your capacity to hold your ground against the enemy. What happened to my sound is now? Can I say it again? Process is necessary. Listen to this. I need you to listen to this with your spirit. Process is necessary to develop your capacity to hold your ground against the enemy. Did we get that? You want to read it again? The process that you're in right now. Because you're in one right now. It's necessary to develop. Hold on. Develop. Didn't I tell y'all what that means? To grow. To cause to grow. To become more mature. And advance or elaborate. So your process, what you're going through right now. Oh, my goodness. It's necessarily to develop your capacity. Right now you got a small capacity. So this process that you're going through right now. It's going to strengthen your capacity. To hold ground against the enemy. Mm, mm, mm. Most people hate the process. Oh, here's the one. I might have to come back here. Now, listen closely. That was powerful I just gave y'all. Most people hate the process of seeing who they are not. Right 
Not who they believe they are. I'm going to say it again. Most people hate, listen to it, the process, the growth, the maturing, the development. They hate that process of seeing who they are not. The process revealed truth. The process, they hate this process of seeing who they are not versus who they believe they are. Okay. And they fight the process of who God said they, they are. And who they will be. Who's Wrestled all night. All night to say who he is. He didn't want to say who he is, but he knew who he was. See, oh, this is the, all those illustrations are in there for us so we can take the shortcut. It's an example. Okay. Being delivered is easy. Christ died for that, right? <laughs> or climbing to the top of success. That's not difficult. Right? But staying delivered and staying successful <laughs> is determined by how you laid your foundation. See, when God gives you something, there's no sorrow. Permanent. See, thank you, Holy Spirit. I said the problem is how you lay down your foundation. Did you lay it on the word or did you lay it on the world? Because it's temporary. It's fleeting. It passes away. My word is forever. My foundation is forever. Okay, y'all. Okay, man. Mm -mm -mm. Sit back down, teacher. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Come on, work with me. Real quick, real quick. Matthew seven. Seven twenty-four and twenty-seven. 24 to 27. I'm going to finish this. I got to. I got it. I'm, on, I'm almost done. Matthew. Come on. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. Wait some time. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, mm. obeying them, mm. will be like a sensible, prudent, practical wise man who built his house upon the rock and the rain fell mm -hmm. and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house mm. yet it did not fall because it had been founded mm. on the rock mm. 
Jesus. And everyone who hears these words of mine Listen. and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man. Stop. So you can't go to God and say, I didn't hear this. He's telling you right then you're accountable now to what you just heard. You better get it right. You better go through the process. Hello? Y'all playing. Okay, come on. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. You're making me nervous. Come, come around this side for a second. All right, let me finish. No, yeah, no, right, right here. Let me finish. Let me, wait, give me a second. Give me a second. She's making me nervous. I'm going to mess up. She's making me nervous. All that on me back there, man. Give me a second. Okay, I promise you. I promise you. Okay, come on, teacher. Okay, just a second, just a second. Is, is she going, let me go too fast. Let me get it, let me get my thoughts back. Okay, here we go. Here we go. After you heard that, you're accountable now. This generation of believers don't want to go through anything that takes time to build. Don't go through nothing. It takes time to build. But you've been building up them barriers all these years. Them strongholds all these years. Ain't nobody bothered you. A long time. Okay. Okay. Now, when it's time to really build the kingdom, we, we don't want to build. We don't want to take no time to build it. Do it right. You got to tear it down first. Listen to this. We are still trying to put new wine in old skins. This is where, this is, th this is why you're frustrated. This is why you're frustrated with your development, your growth, your maturing. Because you're still trying to put new wine, new word, new revelation in that old wine skin, that old mindset. And this is why you're frustrated. You have to put new wine in a new wine skin. Nope, you're still trying to put the old in the new. This is why you're frustrated. And you can't do that. It takes time to make the new wine skin. It has a process it has to go through. So does the wine. It has a process to go through. This is the new wine. It takes time to go through. You. Okay. All right. Okay. Just, just, just let me finish this. 
I'm going to skip. Here we go. I'm going to just jump down. You can always tell when a person is going through the process or has been through the process. How, Pastor? How? Go ahead, say it. How, Pastor? Okay. It's how you, listen to this, respond to circumstances and situations. Flesh versus spirit. Sand versus bedrock determines your foundation. Your foundation has to be tested. This is how you know somebody's going through. How they respond to the circumstance, how they respond to the situation. This is how you can tell, fleshly or spiritually. You can tell they're going through the process. Okay? Okay. Listen to this. Stop trying to be good in the books of people. There you go. Stop trying to be good in the books of people. Okay? Let God, watch this, let God strip you of your ego and pride. Why? 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 Because he can't trust you. That's why he wants to trust you. He can't trust you until those things are removed. Let him do it. But you keep stopping the process. You know what? Stop it. My feelings. Stop it. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm going to help you. Listen, here you go. To deal with the enemy, you must first deal with you. You can't deal with the enemy until you deal with you. So stop trying to deal with the enemy until you deal with you. Okay? He that ascended is also he that first descended. If you can't go down, you can't go up. If you can't go down, you can't go up. Okay, okay. Life, oh, life is not fair. It don't give you what you deserve or what you deserve, what you think you deserve, or what you wish or what you expect. You only get what you are willing to fight for. You only get, for, you only get it out of life what you're willing to fight for. And fight the good fight of faith. That's the only fight that you should be doing. Hello? So any other fight, that's your flesh. Now you know where your foundation is. Now you know where the crack is. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Joseph went through the process. Listen to this. That was purposeful for his call. To lead his family out of the famine and to become the prime minister of Egypt. So Moshe could be born there. So he could get the baton. Now he had to pass that baton to Moshe. 
all he went through in his life, being accused of rape, being put to prison, being put in the pit, sold as a slave. All of that was the process so Moses could get the baton. All the hardship, all the murders, all that, all that mystery, all was necessary for the process to get to us. You, what you're going through, what you're going through is part of the process. But you keep making it about you, and it's not about you. Selfish, 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 selfish. You don't see the big picture. I told you that book is not there for us just to read. He's given us an example of how to live, survive. Okay, all right, listen. Okay, here we go. I'm almost finished, teacher. Are you ready to put? Are you ready to be put to the test? <laughs> she meant that. She having hers too right now. Hers is with obedience. Some of y'all is with obedience too. Okay. Listen to this. Are you ready to be put to the test? Well, if you are, you have to be put in the fire. That's where the refinement takes place. Listen to this. In the fire is where the refinement takes place. Listen, refinement means this. The process of removing impurities or unwanted elements from a substance. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, y'all, y'all don't get it. Oh, my God. Did anybody get that? Your faith works by love. That shows, and if you don't, it shows those blemishes, those black spots. Go back into the fire. Go back into the fire until that refinement happens. No, go back into the fire. You don't want to go back. Go back into the fire. Go back into the fire. If you go into the fire, there's going to be a time when you put in the water. Water represents the spirit. Y'all want to circumvent and go around it. Go back in the fire. Stay in the fire. Why do you think Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, where were they at? And he said, what? I see didn't we put not three in there? But I see four. One looked like a son of God. So while you're in the fire, he's with you. Now you want to get out of the fire. That's where you need to be. Oh, my God. I'm done, teacher. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm sorry, but I had to finish that. Oh, so much more. 825. I'm sorry. Please Man. give God a hand clap of praise. He's going to grow us up quick in the spirit. Amen. And the things that God has fenced in and reserved and prepared for us, we will be able to obtain. Amen. Only a mature person can answer the call and procure the call. Amen. I really was asking uh, Holy Spirit with all this process, develop, developmental process, what's going on. And 
The answer to that is Proverbs 12.1. Pastor. Yes. I said the answer to the process is Proverbs 12.1. Uh, Minister, if you could just go there quickly, I will only take five minutes because I, I want you to. <laughs> to learn. Proverbs chapter 12 at verse 1. Mm -hmm. To learn, you must love discipline. Stop. To develop. To develop, to grow, to increase, to be elevated, to expand. You must learn, it says, correction. You must learn instruction. It's no way we're in a, a you in a classroom setting, and you sit there with your own opinions. You know, there's no way you're in a, uh, you go to a seminar. Obviously, you're not the facilitator, <laughs> and you're sitting with your own your own opinion and your own theory, your own philosophy about what's being said. Obviously, you're not the facilitator. It says, in order for you to develop, to grow, to learn, to increase, to be promoted, to mentally grow, to mentally grow, you must love, it says correction, but you break down correction, it says instruction, you break that down, it says wisdom. Break that down, it says Christ. To learn, to develop. To develop. This is what's wrong with a lot of us. We have not developed properly. It's a mental disturbance. a mental disability, and the things of God. To develop, we must love wisdom. To develop, we must love Christ. For the word is, it has value. It will profit you. For instruction into righteousness. The word is going to instruct you into a right way of living. That's healthy for your mind. In your body. In your soul. It's going to instruct you into a state of a perfect being. This is why you're so disturbed, irritated, frustrated, because we hate correction. We hate wisdom. 
we hate Christ. You, you hate Christ. Pastor, we're talking about the, your developmental process. The answer is Proverbs 12.1. To learn, you must love correction. I must love wisdom. I must love instruction. I must love Christ. Because if I expect to grow spiritually, I must love being instructed into righteousness. And right living. And the right way of thinking. And the right way of acting. My conduct. I must love Christ. So if you hate. Instruction. Correction. You hate Christ. He letting you know that the word will profit you. The gospel instructs, it instructs into the person and to their office. It instructs you into your office. The word of God instructs you into your office and the grace of Christ in the ministers of the word is the rod of affliction. The word is valuable. It's, it will profit you. It will profit you because the word of God is wisdom. It's his word. It's his wisdom. It's his instruction that will instruct you into the way to think right. That will instruct you to love when the flesh wants to hate. It will instruct you to, to submit when you want to refrain from submission and obedience. The word of righteousness, when you will want to make the wrong choice, go to the wrong place, and be with the wrong people, it will instruct you to surround yourself with people of the same precious like faith. Even though I... My flesh doesn't want or desire to do that. It feels good to be around, around the wrong people. It feels good. It feels good doing the wrong thing. It feels good talking the wrong way. It feels good acting the wrong way. Because this satisfies my flesh. It feels good. But the gospel, it instructs into the person, their office, and the grace of Christ, and the ministers of the word as the rod of affliction, by which men are taught their duty in the will of God. You are taught the duty and the, your duty in the kingdom, and also the will of God. We're talking about being developed, the process, 
But if you hate Christ, say you 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 hate Christ. This is why you don't know. See, but we think we hate people. I look, I just heard that Holy Spirit. <laughs> See, it's the people that you say you hate or you're having contention with, but it is God himself. That's who you hate, and that's who you're having contention with and conflict with. I asked during this teaching, Pastor, what is the problem with this 12 one in Proverbs. Why do men hate truth? Why do they hate spiritual growth? Truth is absolute. It's not relative. It's void of men's opinion. We hate truth because it's not your opinion. It's absolute. It gives you no way out. The truth gives you no way out. It's absolute. In the prayer that I was praying, I was wondering who's been with all this coming from when I was saying how the enemy been whispering. Persuasive arguments. Right? The enemy does it this way. Because the enemy waged war on God and truth. Which God is true. He is continually waging war on truth. How he does it through you is when you hear the word. That's supposed to be instruction into truth. It is the wisdom of God. He's getting you to hate God. God, discipline, wisdom. Wisdom is God. You must love God. If you don't love wisdom and discipline, then you don't love God. So the enemy is getting you to hate God. And he does that through the word of God. He says that the enemy is convincing you. This is his argument. I'm just doing this to somebody who I can do this to. Do it to. I'll do it to Whitney. Whitney. You're not dead. Get this, the old man, he's not dead. He's still alive. See, this is what the enemy doing. This is the, this is the argument. This is what you're waging with is the, your old ways. Your old ways. It's your way of thinking. It's not dead. He's convincing you that you're not born again. 
that the dead man is the man. See, the enemy waged war with the truth, which is lies that is deeply rooted. Your ways, your opinion, they are deeply rooted. And so when you hear the word, when you hear absolute truth, your opinion, the dead man speaks and reasons. And if, I can, if, if Satan can persuade you to do that, he leads you away from God. See, and then dead men seem alive. And the alive man is dead. The resurrected. See, now, what is your hope, your dreams, and the new you? He tells you you could never be. You're going to always, what you're living, what you're experiencing, what you're saying, how you're thinking, this is you. I would just leave you with, uh, I'm not going to give you enough scripture. Pastor gave you enough scripture. Uh, I just want you to know that Proverbs 12, 1, we've been hearing it, but in essence, but God is saying, if you don't love discipline, correction, which is wisdom, which is God himself, he said, you hate him. And thus, you can't grow. You can't grow. You're not developing. You can't hear. And eventually, you'll never be able to hear. If Satan can get you far enough and long enough from receiving the truth, the new you, then you will forever believe the deception that the dead you still live, the old man. His past, his ways, his emotion, his opinion, his hurt, all of those things, his anger, his bitterness, is unforgiveness. See, this is the struggle. And this is what calls you to hate the truth. This is why some people still yet, even in this very moment, have not accepted the truth. Because there have been a great persuasion of an argument of what is truth. That's all I have. That's all I have tonight. I have more, but that's all I have. <laughs> God has some great things for the raise on your feet. Wait a minute. I had more, too. Raise on your feet. <laughs> that's all right. Go ahead, teacher. I know God loves us enough to speak and say what's necessary. We, we really have to get to the place of that no matter what happens i can't hold back and say or tell you withhold the truth and allow you to continue to live on the way that you're living even if it means that you will walk away from me 
and you never speak to me again. Because we have to, we have to do what God has called us to do. And the things that God called us to do, the world would never, nor would the carnal man ever agree with you. He will hate you for telling him the truth. But if you really love him, or you really love her, you will tell, you will tell them the truth. The truth will set them free. Amen. From the grips and the snares of the enemy. Because he, his main purpose is to come against truth and to take you away from the truth, which is God.